Hi, I'm Billy Glosson, lead pastor of Coram Deo Church in Morganton, North Carolina, and you're listening to the Coram Deo Podcast, a place to engage with sermons, devotionals, prayer, and everything else we're doing at Coram Deo. Thanks for listening. But I want to look at 2 Corinthians 12. And the thing that comes to mind for me is when we think about 2 Corinthians 12 is this idea of weakness. And so I don't know if you're like me, but I can often be stubborn till I can't do it anymore and then I need help. So, for example, this is pretty extreme, but we had a tree. I don't feel like you're that stubborn. Eh, sometimes I can be. I think we all can be sometimes. I had a tree that fell in the backyard and we needed to chainsaw it up. So I was chainsawing it, doing it, and getting help for that. But then we got to a certain point where I was like, okay, chainsaw's working, everything's going great. And I started to kind of just go out there and cut by myself. And after about like the second branch, I was like, this seems like a dumb thing to do alone. Um, so I was like, hey, Hannah, you want to come help me? That's a very mild example. I think a better nice. example is like if Hannah was trying to open a jar. I'm just going to pick on you. If Hannah was trying to open a jar or trying to bring in the groceries, she will near kill herself before she asks for help. So she will bust out of the... You guys know what I'm talking about. The person who carries, like, who has, like, 18 bags on one arm and, like, seven on the other, and they're, like, kicking the door open. That's Hannah. Or if she's in the kitchen and she's trying to open a jar of pickles and she's just like... (laughs) And won't open it. And won't be like, hey, will you come help me? There's this, there's this kind of point at which we have to almost come to the end of our strength before we're willing to admit that we're weak. And that's what 2 Corinthians 12 really talks a lot about, is this idea of weakness. This is what happens and what we see in 2 Corinthians chapter 12. I must go on boasting, though there is nothing to be gained by it. I will go on to visions and revelations of the Lord. I know a man in Christ who 14 years ago was caught up to the third heaven, Whether in the body or out of the body, I do not know. God knows. And I know that this man was caught up into paradise. Whether in the body or out of the body, I don't know. God knows. And he heard things that cannot be told, which man may not utter. On behalf of this man, I will boast. But on behalf, I will not boast except of my weakness. Weaknesses. Though if I should wish to boast, I would not be a... I would not be a fool, for I would be speaking the truth, but I refrain from it, so that no one may think more of me than he sees in me or hears from me. So to keep me from being conceited because of the surpassing greatness of the revelations, a thorn was given me in the flesh, a messenger of Satan to harass me, to keep me from being conceited. Three times I pleaded with the Lord about this, that it should leave me, but he said to me, My grace is sufficient for you. For my power is made perfect in weakness. Therefore I will boast all the more gladly of my weaknesses, so that the power of Christ may rest upon me. For the sake of Christ, then, I am content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. For when I am weak, then I am strong. Paul dismantles this American ideal that we have. The pull yourself up by your own bootstraps, the work hard, earn it, do it, gain it mentality that so many of us have. So many of us attempt to kind of just figure things out on our own. 
we think, yeah, you know, I got this. I know what I need to do. Like, if I just work harder, if I try this, do that. And it's not until we find out, man, I can't, that we come back to God. The thing is, I think God in his kindness allows these moments to happen. It's kind of like a kid who's frustrated and doesn't want their parents' help. I got it. I can do it. I can do it. I can do it. You can run in, swoop, and take over and help and do it for them. But often what happens is a parent will just step back, give the child a moment to realize that eventually they're going to come and say, Dad, I need help. I think God does the same to us. He lovingly, graciously allows us to almost flounder in our weakness. It's not because he is absent. It's not because he doesn't care for us. It's because he wants us to realize that his grace is sufficient and that his power is made perfect in our weakness. Paul says in Corinthians later or earlier, he says that we are earthenware vessels, that we're jars of clay that contain the glory of God. Okay, that means that we are broken, cracked. We are very cheap. You know, we're not the good, fine china. Fragile. Or the everyday plates that you could break really easily. And somehow containing in our hearts is the very glory of God in Jesus Christ. That's what it means to believe in Jesus. But for you and I, I think we get to these places in our lives where we continue to just kind of muscle through. I got this. I know what I'm doing. Everything's under control. Now, I don't know what that situation looks like for you. Maybe it's just a normal Wednesday. And for you, it looks like getting up, grinding, coming home, loving the kids, going to bed. Maybe it looks like you're overviewing your budget, trying to plan for the future. Maybe you're trying to just have enough strength as you're trying to parent your children. But in each of these places, there is a point at which we come to the end of ourselves. And we should, like Paul, plead with the Lord. Not necessarily hoping that he will take this weakness away, but that his power will be perfected in it. Again, the point that I've kind of made a lot lately is that the point of your Christian life is not that we get to a place of independence, but that we get to a place of greater dependence. See, you and I were never made to come to know Jesus work really hard, and then get to a place where we don't need Him anymore. We were made to depend on the Father. We need Jesus. Every hour, every day, every moment, every minute, we need Him. And when we realize that, then we can live in freedom. Then we can rejoice. Then we can actually be in the center of where God would have us be. So what about you? Are you content with weakness? Are you content with insult and hardships, persecutions and calamities? I think some of the most powerful stories that we read are those of people who are weak. Henry Nouwen, if you've never read any of his works, is an incredible writer who was this really gifted teacher Again, I wouldn't get my theology from now on, but I would definitely get a lot of principles for what it looks like to live with humility from him. Nowen was this incredible, renowned professor who decides, I don't really know what it looks like to follow the way of Jesus. And so he 
quits his job, goes and moves in with those who are disabled to love them, serve them, give his life to them. And it was in seeing their weakness that he saw the strength of Christ. I am so often wanting to have this almost veneer of I'm strong. I think we all do. We want to be strong. Um, I look at some of my buddies who I know, who I'm not going to pick on anyone, who, you know, work out like crazy. You know the CrossFit guys who can just, like, throw a tire across the room and they are just ripped to the max. Mm -hmm. That's the kind of mentality I think I want to have spiritually sometimes. Like, I got this. I can quote whole books of the Bible. You know, I know what I'm doing. Everything's put together. And what I don't realize in that moment is that I want to be strong. I don't want Jesus to be strong for me. And that's why I'm so thankful for passages like this that remind us that God often allows us to come to the end of ourself, to a moment of weakness, so that He can, he can reveal His power in and through that weakness. That doesn't feel good. It doesn't necessarily <laughs> bode confidence. It doesn't necessarily make us feel like, oh, okay, yeah, so should I pray for weakness? No, not necessarily but that we should long to depend on the Lord. That you and I should realize day by day that the goal is not that we would wake up and have this like overwhelming, you know, like I got this mentality, but that we would wake up each morning and say, I need thee every hour. Every hour, Lord, I need thee. And that we would depend on the Father, that we would walk hill step in relationship with Him. And that the more and more we grow in love with Him, the more and more we grow dependent on Him. So that then when moments arise of uncertainty, moments of weakness arise, instead of welling up a superficial strength, what comes up in our heart is faith. A faith in the one that we know we can depend on. A faith in the one that we know that no matter how weak we are, he is strong. He is able. And he will take this good work that he began in us and carry it through to completion. So hopefully this morning you are finding yourself not perfectly strong in every capacity. And that you're seeing that there's goodness in that. Because God is using even those weak moments of our day, those weak moments of our life, to reveal His goodness and His strength in us and through us. May we depend on Him each and every day. May we trust in His goodness, His kindness, and His mercy. Let's pray. God, we are so thankful that You love us, that You care for us, and that because of Jesus, Lord, we can be content with weakness, insults, hardships, persecutions, and calamities. God, we know that when we are weak, you are strong. Lord, will we see your sufficient grace? And would it cause us to cling to you, to trust in you, to know that you are working for our good and your glory? You are so good to us, Jesus. We are so grateful for the hope that we have been given. We pray all of this with confidence. Again, not in ourselves, but in the finished work of Jesus. Amen. Thanks again for listening to the Quorum Deo podcast. You can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, or our website, quorumdeonc.com. You can follow us on Facebook and Instagram for a bigger picture inside the life of the church. 
Grace and peace be with you in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ.